Caroline. I'm Jason. Welcome to one more episode. In this episode, we answer some questions from the audience and we talk about a new program we're watching, Shining Bell. Hello. Well, hello. Welcome to the podcast, One More Episode. Welcome to One More Episode. We're back after being gone for a few weeks. I know. Did everyone miss us? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been kind of a weird few weeks. We had some technical difficulties with the podcast, and that one wasn't ready to put out there. I went out of town for a little bit. You've had some things going on, so right yeah life right 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 but we're back and we're happy to be back um and tonight i wanted to follow up on some of our previous podcasts and then talk about a show that we both recently watched shining veil right so during um our two previous podcasts, we talked about series or movies, films in our home state of West Virginia. And we also talked about Appalachia. And I wanted to tell you that I've seen a few posts lately with t-shirts and things talking about how to pronounce Appalachia. Um, and it's like, it spells out and like puts the syllables on there, like mm -hmm. Appalachia, so people can say it. And I was like, we were right about that one because remember exactly. we were like, is this how you say it? Or right. Appalachia. Right. Yeah. Right. Appalachia. In our last podcast episode, we talked about euphoria. And we had some people send us messages about that episode. And so I just wanted to mention a few things that people had to say. We had Ashley write to us. And she just wanted to say that Euphoria is the craziest train wreck ever, but she can't stop watching. And that her favorite character is Fesco. Oh, yes. Another Fesco fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know people love that character. I, mm -hmm. I'm a little about the Fesco character. Yeah. But I know you all loved him. Right. I make Cameron talk like him all the time. <laughs> Yo, bro, you can't come in. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the overwhelming response is that people really like the Fesco character. Right. I'm like when the think, odd odd person out on that one. When I think, just like she said, you know, uh, or people say it's a, it is a train wreck. You just can't stop watching. Um, and... Uh, I find myself talking about it with a lot of friends like out and then someone next to us will be like, Oh yeah. Euphoria. Like, yeah, they get in <laughs> on the conversation. So it's a popular show. Yeah. Um, we also had a message from someone who just wanted to comment and say that she thought our conversation was interesting and a different perspective because we don't have children. Right. Yeah, so for those of you that missed that podcast, there were four of us, Jason, myself, Carl, and Kate. Kate. And 
none of us have children. And so we were talking about this show about teenagers. So um, maybe it was interesting because what this person said was they, they related more to what's going on now with teenagers, I think. And so like, it's not as surprising to them, maybe as it's surprising to us with all that's going on in the show. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's, you know, different generations, different. um, Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I guess because we're not around teenagers constantly where they Mm -hmm. probably are because they're raising them. Right. 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 And so our perspective is probably different, you know, Mm -hmm. watching the show, but um, yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting And then we also received a message from someone asking what we think is going to happen in season three with the suitcase. Oh, I've, I have been, it actually bothers me at night. I will sit around and think (laughs) about like, what's going to happen to Rue over this suitcase? Like it'll, it'll come in a flash and I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) yeah. Um, I think something definitely will happen. I think it'll be a major plot line in season three. Uh, I think Laurie will come back in Mm -hmm. season three and it'll be like, what's going on with the suitcase. I think there'll be a lot of drama there. I think, I think someone mentioned they thought Fezco probably helped her with that situation, but I don't necessarily think that. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, especially if um, if uh, Ashtray is dead, um, which we know he is, um, that was really going to affect Fezco and his operations and his money situation. I think if it were different circumstances, definitely Fezco could help. Um, but I don't think Fezco comes to the rescue on this one. Yeah, and that will be, you know, an interesting storyline with that. If he is behind bars, who does take over for him or what, you know, what goes on with his business? Right. And is Rue involved in that? I mean, you know. Does Rue become the new Fesco? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we'll have we'll have to wait on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, So thanks for all your messages. We love to hear what you have to say so keep them coming if you have anything else you want to send to us about the podcast or any other shows you're watching feel free to do that yes thank you we love emails like one more episode at gmail.com so let's talk about a show that we both watched recently there's still one more episode to go on this series um, for anyone who is interested, and it is called Shining Veil. We both ended up picking up stars to watch this. Right. Um, and I think also to get caught up on Outlander as well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we're big fans of Outlander. So, you know, it worked out for us. Um, but this is a series on stars. And it's an eight episode series. And the premise of the series is there is a couple played by Courtney Cox and Greg Kinnear, and they're dealing with some marriage issues and infidelity. 
And they decide to move out of the city, which we find out is New York City, and move to a small town in Connecticut into an abandoned house or manor. Um, and this town is called Shining Vale. We learn some things about them um, in the beginning of the series. They have two teenagers. They're kind of a mess, I would say, right now. <laughs> um, and they move into this house, and Courtney Cox's character is a writer. And she starts seeing visions, apparitions, essentially ghosts in this house. And so she's also trying to finish writing her book. And so it's the question of a lot's been going on with them. So is she depressed? Is she having mental health issues? Or are these ghosts real mm-hmm. in the house? So that's the basic premise uh, for the show. I will say too, if if anyone likes the movie The Shining, uh-huh. um, there's a lot of similarities in the show to the movie. Um, so it's kind of a modern adaptation of The Shining, I kind of feel like. Yeah, wouldn't you think, you know what this reminded me of? Because it is a comedy. Um, it's It kind of reminds me of, I'm going to get the title wrong now, the woman across the street from the girl <laughs> that we watched. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's like a parody, I feel like, of The mm-hmm. Shining. And I would throw in a little bit of the Amityville horror movie. Um, The father character in that one, like it kind of reminded me of a parody of those two classic horror movies. I think it also uh, reminded me of the Netflix series, um, the Santa Clara diet or uh, Santa Santa Clarita. Clarita? Yes. Because it has that um, quick, you know, comedy, um, and it's, uh, it, I mean, it just reminded me of that, I think. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, I actually was kind of interested in who was writing the show after I started watching it. Um, and it was co-created by Jeff Astroff, I think is how you pronounce his name and Sharon Horrigan. Now I wasn't, I'm not familiar with him, but Sharon Horrigan, um, has had some shows in recent history. I really liked a show that she created called Catastrophe. I think it was on Prime, if I remember that, but it was a comedy. Um, It was about a couple and they had a one night stand and they ended up, she got pregnant. And so it just kind of followed their lives after that. They tried to stay together after that happened. And it was really funny. So whenever I saw that she created it, it kind of made sense. you know, because I, I think we'll talk about this in a minute. Like the show is pretty funny. It's got some good one-liners in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another show that I thought maybe had some similarities to is like the, the first episode of American Horror Story 2 with the haunted house. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it brings together, I think, a lot of shows, but mostly I think The Shining um especially with the curtains. Did you notice the curtains are the same pattern um, as the carpet in the movie, The Shining? The red curtains? Oh, I didn't notice the curtains, actually. 
That's a good catch. I noticed I have, like, I wrote down a whole list of things um, and we can go through them just to kind of talk about some of the similarities with the shining. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if you recall, but in the shining, they would like put up the day of the week in black on the screen. Yeah. Um, They did that in this show. Right. (laughs) Um, this it's it's essentially the same premise she is a writer who is having trouble writing finishing Mm -hmm. her novel and she also used to be an alcoholic so that's like the same premise of the shining and um even with the typewriter there's one instance where like it types on it go to the basement go to the basement yes (laughs) like over and over again um it's also got the classic scene where like a ball rolls out like by mm-hmm. itself across the floor, like it happened in the shining in the hallway. Right. Um, there happens to be a bar in the basement mm-hmm. where the ghost apparition, they show up and she talks to them just like mm-hmm. in the shining. Um, and so, yeah, there were so many, Oh, I don't know if you noticed this as well in the, um, when she would see, I guess we can call it a demon slash ghost um, in the show, she would be in the bathtub that also had green tile, just like the bathroom right. in The Shining behind a shower curtain and, you know, right. S- yeah, so many things. And the axe, the axe keeps coming up in episodes. <laughs> yes, the axe. And there were even scenes um, where he is starting to kind of go crazy like Jack Nicholson's character in the later episodes of this first season, right? And he's like growing a beard and he's sitting on the bed and he's like Mm -hmm. calling his kid over and it's like, he's really out of it. And it's, (laughs) so then they kind of bring him in. Um, And it also reminded me of the Amityville horror where that father also goes crazy and he has an axe and he's like down at the woodshed like cutting wood or whatever so Mm -hmm. yeah I mean there are definitely a lot of references to these classic movies which I love so um right yeah and and they're starting to dress they're starting to dress um period too in this last episode yes yeah right right um and I, I will tell and for anyone else who wants to watch it, um, it did take me a little bit of time to get into this series. Me too. Okay. Like the first episode I watched and I kind of wasn't sure right. um, if I was going to watch it, but I really felt like as the series went on, there was more character development. Um, it got really funny. Um, oh, yeah. It really kind of picked up. I felt like it was fast paced after you got through the first couple episodes. Yeah. I think the second episode, like towards the end, um, it had me hooked. Um, And then it started to go faster. And then I would catch myself just laughing out loud at some of the the comedy in it because it's, it is freaking hilarious. (laughs) Right. Really good timing. I think Courtney Cox too, um, I mean, we all know she was in Friends for years, but um, I really think like her timing, you really see that in this series with her, like she's really good at it. Um, Right. 
And as the series goes on, you know who else I was really happy to see that comes into the series? One of our favorites, I think. Uh, the gal from um, uh, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Um, well, Mira Sorvino. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Romy herself. Um, right. Because she's, you know, there were some years where she wasn't, um, she wasn't in as many series or movies and um, she's definitely been in some more things of late. And so I was really happy to see her um, come into this series. Yeah. I mean, um, and I think she, her character has some funny one-liners like towards the end as well. Um, right. And I think we we talked about this earlier today, especially when she's like, I want to come inside you. And um, uh, Pat is like, um, can you please say something else? <laughs> right. <laughs> and she says it again. Right. Um, yeah. Which, you know, we won't give too much away, but um, but yeah, it's there's some really funny lines um, in it. I think also some of the scenes with Courtney Cox and her her book editor are oh, funny yes. you know right. um uh, and um yeah especially near the end when things really pick up and the finale is this sunday um mm-hmm. april 17th so looking forward to that um the episodes are about a half an hour long so it's kind of one of those easy breezy series to get through and um you know you can sit down and watch a few episodes in a row um yeah um yeah i I think i'll be uh kind of upset when the last episode airs because i want more um Mm -hmm. at this point so i'm I'm hoping that that does get renewed because it's it it's a i think it's a good show yeah it is kind of like i feel like it picked up and there are only eight episodes but like i'd like to see maybe two more after this like Right. I want some more and story. It, well, I mean, we, we there's still some characters we don't know anything about, like Daisy, um, the child. Right. Um, right. And um, so I, I think there is a lot more to it, for sure. We don't know a lot about her husband either, right? Yeah, and it's like the, it, I mean, I guess that would be the one thing about it. I feel like the actions kind of happened in the last couple episodes and now you Mm want to know a lot more about I mean from the kids to who also are pretty funny like some of the things their Mm -hmm. lines in the show but yeah the kids the neighbor um the town I mean we've just kind of learned a little bit about Mm -hmm. you know some of the characters in the show so and I actually really like the daughter. I didn't at first, but um, her name is, she has a unique name to Gainer. Gainer. Right? Yes. Gainer. Yeah. So I think she's really funny and has some good lines as well. Yeah, I um, do too. I, I felt like at the beginning, those characters, the teenagers seemed a little... Distant. Well, yeah, and like stereotyped or something like when they were introduced, but they've really developed over the series as well. And like you said, I really, you know, I also like the teenagers in the show. Mm -hmm. 
and I, I like Jake's friend's dad, um, Laird. I think he is hilarious. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it, it's a good one. If anyone's, you know, interested in a comedy, if, if you're a fan of horror. Right. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. The next show that we talked about watching, and we always get the name of this one wrong, but I've written it down this time, Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, yes. that Has that started? No, it starts on the 18th. Okay. So, yeah, I'm excited about that one. Excited about this one. I'm really a fan of, um, what's his name, Garfield? Uh, Andrew. Andrew Garfield. I, I, yeah, I really liked him. And I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode, probably the one we had to destroy. Um, <laughs> um, the, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, they, he was amazing as well as Jessica Chastain. Like they both deserve like a hundred awards for that series. It was like movie. Um, it was so good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one, too. Um, I've started a few series. I think we talked about some of them. It might have been in the episode, the podcast that we destroyed, like you said. It's really hard (laughs) to remember now, but um, we had talked about and even through text messaging to try out some series, and I just really couldn't get into anything that we talked about. So even um, raised by wolves that we've talked oh, about. Oh no, like no, no, times. no. Raised <laughs> by wolves. If anyone's out there, I am still on season one. Um, I took a little detour while I was out of town um, and wasn't able to watch anything, but on season one of raised by wolves, I really just like wait it. Till so season far. two. Yeah. You'll, it season two just goes crazy. Like I will say that, um, and you'll really like it. Um, I, I'm a super fan of that show. I can't wait for another season. Oh, good. Yeah, I need to. Um, I'm gonna watch that one as well um, as starting this new one. Um, yeah, you know, as I'm watching it, it made me think of one of my favorite sci-fi kind of recent movies i mean at this point it was maybe five to ten years ago prometheus oh yeah that was ridley scott too right yes yes that's one of my favorites that's come out um as far as like a sci-fi movie right i mean i love the alien movies in general i think that those were very well done i mean who does not love sigourney weaver like kicking ass in those movies right um but prometheus yeah is a really really good movie um i just think he does really good work in general Mm -hmm. Um, so a plus on um raised by wolves for me okay (laughs) no yeah i'm (laughs) i'm i hope that i can give it an a plus at the end i mean i really like it i just haven't gotten that far into it to be able to give it to give it an a plus but from what i've seen you know i i think it's original i mean i've thought it was really imaginative i don't know if it's based on a book or uh, you know a piece of work i'm guessing it 
probably is. I feel like he adapts so. from yeah. And I even love the the intro song to it. Like Cameron's like really, and I'm like yeah. I, I just think <laughs> the whole thing is just done really well. Um. So yeah, we've we finished that, and um, I don't know. We haven't really started anything new. Um. I, we're catching up on Outlander, of course, which, um, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of people like that show for a lot of different reasons, but yeah. This past weekend, I got into a series that we've talked about before, Dateline, a classic. Mm. And you had mentioned an episode that you watched on one of the podcasts that I think I actually watched the same episode. The um, girl that was kidnapped in the parking lot. Yes. Of the bowling alley. Yeah. 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 What an episode that was. Um, That was a good one. That was a good one. I was, I will say, not really sure if I thought that the Mm. boyfriend did it or not. And as it went on, I was, I kind of thought he, he didn't because he had on a regular shirt and you know how in Dateline, they kind of have- They pan out. They pan out. So you can't tell if they're in prison or not, like when they're doing an interview with somebody. And I kind of thought, yeah, I don't think he is, Um, but I still wasn't sure. And uh, yeah, so, and and we find out that he, he did not do it. And discovering that, what was it, 40 years later by the company that could pull that DNA off of- Right her dress was yeah like i mean that just goes to prove like shows like that and stories like that you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time and be accused of something that you completely did not do so yeah well and it's it was like one of those situations where i think most of the time like putting the pieces together you can create a scenario that looks like okay this is what happened right like his story mm-hmm. doesn't add up what he did in those moments. So that's why he was a suspect. But you forget right. that he was a teenager in a car. He got hit right. in the face. So he was probably uh, out of it. And right. whoever thinks you're going to be in that situation. Exactly. And so when you then when you look at it that way, you know, it's like, yeah, that makes sense that he didn't go to the police right away because she said, go get my dad. And he, you know, so he goes to her house, which is a mile away. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just, yeah, it kind of all, you know, when you look at it that way, but you're, you're exactly right. It's like, thank God we have DNA evidence now that Mm -hmm. can prove if you didn't do it, you didn't do it, you know? Right. And so many people have been let out of jail over that you know, a lot of the new technology now. So, yeah. Right. Well, I'm really looking forward to watching this new series under the banner of heaven. Yeah. I think it's going to be good when it's going to be like um, true detective. I feel like mm-hmm. on HBO, it's got that vibe. Um, so, you know, we'll see if it, it, um, that proves to be true. Yeah, what if it's a dud? 
Oh, he'll be so disappointed. <laughs> I know. Well, we just be say, like, <laughs> like, come yeah. on, well, you know, give us something good. We're, we're when we're famous too, you know, people are going to archive our um, podcast and they're <laughs> find that one we destroyed. And they're going to be like, you know, the secret vault of like one more episode. And um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we have pretty high expectations for <laughs> these shows that are like these, I would say, psychological thriller murder. shows that it's like you know we need to have thrills we need to have surprises we need like all of these things and we have expectations so if it doesn't meet that it's like eh, you know yeah I mean I'm like you the dateline still always does it for me I don't I don't like watching it by myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah I probably no I probably watched four or five this weekend and then you know you have to stop because it's like yeah you know it just sucks you in it does it does and it also is it's a reminder though of like how messed up things are though and how messed up people are (laughs) yeah well and I mean I'm kind of like that too with criminal minds if it's on in the mm-hmm. background I, I always get sucked into that one as well so I think I did watch a couple episodes of that on Sunday so yeah you know just thinking about these shows that you know have murder and mayhem and kind of you lose faith in people but I thought you know what I'm gonna watch Shit's Creek again like I need some oh. David some ew David right. in my life right now <laughs> <laughs> yes it's always good to take a break and watch something that just makes you laugh and feel good yeah well we hope you'll join us in watching under the banner of heaven yes and and again we love the questions we love um to talk about what you send to us um send us the shows you're watching the questions at like one more episode.com yes at gmail.com sorry <laughs> i can't even get the email right <laughs> yes we would love to hear like from one you. more episode <laughs> at gmail.com yeah yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you're watching, as Jason said. And join us next week as we will be talking about the first episode of Under the Banner of Heaven. Yes. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a Caroline Home Production.